I know I say this all the time, but today's episode seriously is going to blow your mind. Not only do we have one incredible guest, we have three of them, and they are sisters of a traveling RV uh, caravan around the country with siblings of 10. They also are incredible musicians and writers for the bands called The Royals. They are a Christian um, just family that is coming together in ministry to just love on women and call us to a higher standard to be quality ladies. And so if that doesn't mean anything to you yet, if you're not even sure how to live up to the expectations or the standards or just the true bloodline of being a royal daughter in the priesthood, this is your opportunity to truly understand it, to own it, and to walk in strength and dignity around it. So Destiny, Stephanie, and Faith, you're going to absolutely fall in love with them. I know I did, and I cannot wait to worship with them in the coming months as they continue to do live experiences for us here in our area. And you can already download them on Spotify, iTunes, all of those things. They're everywhere um, with a few of their songs. So stay tuned because I know God has something incredibly planned for them. Have a good We are all in pursuit of something more. Wherever, whatever, or whoever your more is, I want to help you get there. Holy, fully, authentically, and truly fit. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment. I learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's about the wholeness of our heart and the root of our joy. This isn't a fitness podcast. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy. This isn't confusing religious banter. This is a whole body health checkup, focusing on the heart. This is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shapers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories to wholeness. If you're one step away from achieving your idea of something more, tune in for practical, fun, and healthy ways to ignite yourself into even more. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamerlene Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. All right, you all, we're so excited to be here. Um, This is the Royals, and I'm so excited to introduce, one, how I came in contact with them because I believe in something called meet cutes, and I think it's all like God-ordained when we come into contact with people who have a like-hearted, like-minded kind of pursuit of wholeness. And I was totally not in my right frame of mind when Steph saw me. <laughs> I was like wearing all my fit and faith gear and I had just been cleaning for like four hours. I was with my son. I was like in the midst of like, you know, just discombobulated brain space. And she's like, oh, what's your hat? And I'm like, not in a mood to chat about it. And then she was like, I was just wondering because you're wearing a shirt and a hat. And I'm like, oh, I am. I should probably like give this more investment. So it ended up being an awesome conversation conversation in the sandwich shop locally that has now stemmed to a new blossoming friendship. So I want you guys to each individually introduce yourselves um, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. So I'm Destiny and I'm the oldest of our trio. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Stephanie. I'm the second oldest of the trio. And I'm Faith, obviously the youngest. Wow, we sound so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Good job. Yeah. 
can't plan that. Typical middle child. Like, I was like, like all right, I'll, I'll insert myself here. I'm comfortable. <laughs> I love it. I'm a middle child as well. So I totally get that. I was always the middle seat. Or actually, I would oh, sit yeah. in like the floorboard of the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you could go down there. But um, So the cool thing about these gals is they're all sisters. And um, I met Stephanie specifically, and so I got introduced to you guys, and the first thing that came via my DM on Instagram was, like, an agent. And I was like, oh, this is, <laughs> this is a first for me. I'm not really sure how I'm supposed to respond, because I'm used to, like, just chatting it up with the gals, right? And so I kind of just, like, taken aback. I'm like, okay, this is going to be new. And so I took a, a conversation with their agent, Doran. Is that how I say it? Yeah. Okay. And so, um, good job. I yeah. <laughs> he was so great. We had an amazing conversation. Talked for like an hour. So much overlap in like our personal journeys. And um, come to find out, like halfway into the conversation, he's like, "So the reason I take such an investment in these women is because they're my daughters." And I'm like, yeah. "Oh!" <laughs> Wait for thirty minutes to find that out. He was like, "Daddy, like yeah. eagle hawk, like what is happening and who are you?" I'm like, yeah. ah, so it was a really cool conversation. So tell me about kind of your journey into, you know, singing, into ex wanting to express your faith in such a way. Um, that's probably a really heavy, deep question to start out with, but I think yeah. it's a good one. It is a good one. <laughs> so we kind of started, thanks to our brother, really, he kind of got us into all of this. Okay. Um, yeah. He um, was diagnosed um, with leukemia and music was his way of basically just healing, of processing through everything that he went through um, and just walking through that. So um, we kind of got involved doing music through him. Yeah. Um, and it was really awesome. We got to do some amazing events with the Make Wish Foundation. Um, we got to go down to Disney World and, and we also got like more intimate time with the kids in hospitals of like bedside therapy and wow. that kind of sparked inside each and every one of us just that um, not just love for music, but a heart for ministry. Because yeah. being with people and seeing what God could do, yeah, if you just are willing and go, mm -hmm. um, kind of stirred this within us. So we yeah. just helped him with that. And then um, he is a new dad. Oh, um, so he fun. just had a baby, and he oh. kind of transitioned into producing okay. and kind of uh, just doing things that where he could be at home. More. Sure, yeah. sure. And us girls were like, man, we love songwriting, yeah. and we love like being able to do ministry. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how we birthed, how God birthed Royals. It was really natural, actually, yeah. because we each were songwriting yeah. and had these interests and what God was laying on our hearts, we would talk about and come to find out they were in line and just beautifully wow. insane. Like all going the same direction with the same like, that like speed and everything. So, yeah. yeah. And so that's really how we, how God, yeah, yeah. Royals. Yeah. He, you know, there were three things that we felt like he told us to target. Mm -hmm. um, and that was to target mindsets. Mm -hmm. And the things that he wanted us to target were who you are, whose you are, and the family that you belong to. Mm -hmm. And so within our music, like that is just really heavy that people see that of who they are, that they get a better understanding of whose they are, and that they do belong to a family and so yeah. like God. That's so, awesome. It's kind of our heartbeat. Yeah, it's <laughs> so amazing. And the cool part about that, obviously, really being able to speak to sisterhood. And I yeah. have. 
and not really knowing the depth of sisterhood until I came into my faith. And um, I have a sister, but we were never like super close because of her age and yeah. just very different people. Yeah. And um, it wasn't until she had kids that we were able to kind of merge into more of a friendship. But prior to that, I was always yearning for that. And yeah. even in my girlfriend group, because I wasn't in my faith, I didn't know the like experience that sisterhood really was intended for. Right. And so um, kind of like coming into my identity and really being able to be authentic with who I I am and knowing myself was the first opportunity for me to really come into a deep friendship with other women and so it's been such a journey over the last like four years really to going deeper with people than I ever had in the past Um, and it's really I believe an expression of who God wants us to be and through those sisterhoods and through those deep friendships he shows different parts of who he is and so I think that that's so powerful for women and for men really because I think regardless if it's a sisterhood or it's a brotherhood it's it's knowing who you are and his identity in you that really brings this light in this air of there's not competition and you know you just get to be who you are be yourself and there's no better freedom than that. Yeah. I love that you said that too. I've actually been reading this book called How People Grow. Uh-huh. And um, it was just actually talking about the growth process and how the first step in like growing into who God has called you to become um, is connection. Yeah. And it's not just connection with him, it's connection with the people around you. Yeah. Um, that's going to help you grow and become that person. And so that's really awesome. Yeah, it definitely that. overlaps. Yeah. yeah, thank you. So let's hear from you, Steph. You have been quiet. <laughs> tell, me, tell me about like your journey in that. And like, obviously you guys being a family, you have, I know there's more of you. Yes. And yeah. so <laughs> how did like, was it, are you rooted in your faith since like birth or tell me about that journey? Yeah, so our parents are first generation Christians. Okay. They both grew up non Christian, non Christian homes. Yeah. Um, they both were living that life. Yeah. And um, when they first got married, they started having kids, and about like three kids into it, I think, they were like, We need to get our kids some religion. Like, they need to have some religion. <laughs> so they started going to this church on a Wednesday night thing, and they were going to kind of be like, all right, drop our kids off here, okay. and leave, okay. but people were like, um, you got to stay if your <laughs> nice. kids are here, nice. so they ended up being like, okay, biting the bullet, they found a, a, like a class that was married together, the only yeah. one, okay. and it was, what was it? Uh, some Christian boot camp. Yeah, Christian yeah. boot camp, <laughs> nice. and basically it was led by the sweetest old couple ever, Yeah, and just probably the perfect people to encounter them at that time in their life because, I mean, our mom's a little fireball. Our dad is very, like, strong and just, like, they were not going to be easy people to get through. Yeah. But they just, in the gentleness and humility of Christ, just came in and through that class, they ended up getting saved. Wow. Um, So they call them their spiritual parents. Of course. So they're like our grandparents. Um, That's amazing. But that's kind of where our our faith began. Because from there, they just were on fire for God. And I mean, they were pursuing it with everything. They really took to heart. Um, training your child up in the way they should go, yeah. and they have done an amazing job yeah. doing that, so and cool. invested their whole entire lives into it. And so, yeah, all of us from a really young age were exposed to that, yeah. and uh, made that decision. Yeah, and um, that's kind of where that began. But then, for us 
coming to this place mm -hmm. um, about four years ago. We started full time RVing. Okay. Yes. yes. Not planning on it. Not Just at all. like we were, we were moving from Michigan to Nashville, Tennessee. Because okay. We, my dad's business was out of there, obviously, yeah. and he just needed to be down there to get everything, you know, going. And yeah, right. and so we're close family, so I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're like, all right, I guess all this are going. Um, <laughs> so we all go down there. We yeah. just got a camper. We're like, we'll camp for a while, kind of look around the area. Yeah, and we ended up finding out about this lifestyle of yeah. just traveling and. We were like, you know what, that's actually that's kind of cool. We got really interested in it. Well, that summer that we were in Nashville, um, well, spring actually, it was 2016, okay. and I had come down with this awful migraine. Mm -hmm. Like, it just was nonstop. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get on top of it with anything. Yeah. It lasted for three days. And, you know, eventually my parents were just like, all right, we got to take it to the hospital. Like, we yeah. don't know what's wrong. Yeah. And I woke up the next morning and it was gone. So we were like, okay. Cool, uh, yes. yes, and so I went for a run, Yeah. and the next thing I remember, I'm looking at the emergency room and as we're driving up to it, Oh wow. so I ended up having a seizure, okay. and my mm -hmm. sister Destiny had come up on me and found me laying along the road, oh, and um, they did scans and blood work and everything, yeah. and they found out I had a brain tumor, Okay. so at that point, it was kind of like, okay, um, wow. That, that puts life into perspective yeah. for you, and yeah. thankfully it has been a, a journey that hasn't had chemotherapy, radiation, surgery, nothing like yeah. that. I still have it. Wow. Um, it's still cancerous and active, yeah. but we're just monitoring it because it's just sleeping, basically. Wow. So, And how old were you when that was discovered? I was... Seventeen? Okay. Seventeen? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was turning seventeen. I was turning seventeen. Okay. But yeah. Goodness. Yeah. So that kind of started us on this like journey of going, okay, yes, we will do this like full time traveling. Let's just seize the day yeah. and let's do this. And we ended up finding this huge ministry in it of yes. just traveling around and seeing the people who are who are in these campgrounds. Oh, there's a lot. There's a whole community of people who just live yeah. in campgrounds and do yeah. this and. It, it's just a whole, like, unreached people group almost. Interesting. Where there's nobody there yeah. with them. Yeah. Because everyone's always coming and going. Sure, yeah. sure. So we really found a place where we could express the love of God to these people and invite them into our family. We do Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Just yeah. basically inviting them to our dinner table, <laughs> just having fun, showing them what it means to be part of the family. Wow. And then I think that that's yeah. really where Royals came out of was that that realization of, wow, you know, everywhere we go, there's these people yeah. who don't know what it's like, yeah. who don't know the love of God in a family. Yeah. And we really just wanted to invite people into that. Like, yeah. we, we really wanted to share that with the world. So yeah. good. So, sure. Yeah, and definitely just hearing from different people's stories in, yeah. in their life, it really helps you get outside of yourself. Absolutely. And your own, it just get outside of the things that you yourself have walked through, you see from a different perspective, and that's really where a lot of our songs, yeah. you know, and the mindsets, too, of writing to loss. Yeah. Writing, because we've yeah. walked through that with people right. now, like, writing to anxiety and writing to fear, and, like, yeah. writing in a way that people will be able to understand it, because not everyone's in a place where you can say, oh, Jesus got this all. Right. They're not there yet. Yeah. So you got to be able to meet them where they're at, like Jesus did, yeah. meet them where they're at, 
and direct them to where he where oh, he wants them so to be. Yeah, that's so, so good. That's kind of our heart too, just behind yeah. writing even. Yeah, because like me and Stephanie, like Destiny did a lot more of the music stuff like when we were younger. Yeah. Um, but me and Stephanie, like we did like worship team stuff and like mm-hmm. with our brother and like backup vocals and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't and we've always done ministry. Like our whole family's just always been like Mission ministry baby. is our life. Like yeah. that is who that is like who yeah. all Christians are called to be. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, so it's like it's always been a part of us. But like after traveling and like going in different cultures, like even the U.S. has so many different cultures. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, the Texas like, culture is like a whole country itself. <laughs> <itself. Yeah. laughs> tacos. Yes. God bless Texas. <laughs> yeah. But even like within our country, we've noticed like wow, there's so many different cultures. Like, yeah. But within these cultures, like, the need is still the same. Yeah. There's still, like she said, like, anxiety, pain, loss, like, all of these things that are still, like, and a yearning for, like, a belonging and a yearning for just, like, that emptiness that only God can fill. Yeah. And so um, that was where we all kind of started writing, like, um, I started writing and um, for myself, and I didn't know why. I was like, "Why am I writing? Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I'm not even doing music." Like, so cool. <laughs> but I was, and yeah. the guy just kind of like Scott, of course, sparked it, and he yeah. was already like way ahead of us. We yeah, were the last course. to know. Uh, um, <laughs> so when it clicked in our head, we were like, "We're doing this, this right now." Good. Like, this yeah. is like exactly was clear. <laughs> wow. um, it was so funny. Yeah. Like the day we decided we mm-hmm. are a band, like yeah. we're doing this. Yeah, we went to, did a photo shoot that day. And <laughs> about a name and we're like okay and this is just where we're going from here so, okay so explain the name so royals is the name but you've got the three instead yes. of the a so explain what that means well our tagline is kind of like royals by blood okay and not only because we're like blood sisters sure. but because like um because of the blood of christ yeah. obviously yeah, absolutely like the, the promise um yeah but yeah the, the three is for us three sisters right um and obviously the three of the trinity yeah like father son holy spirit yeah um and the name royals came from that like when we were talking about like the whole family thing yeah. like man like there's just like everyone wants to be part of a family and that whole like part of us is just like man there is a family though like that everyone like has a place like you have a place at the table and like there's gosh just waiting you know like and so for us, we were like, there's a kingdom, yeah. like that these people and all of us can be a part of. Yeah. And so for us, like we just really thought like that was like, um, like a powerful thing, and like yeah. also like the crown of like a royalty. Like what makes people royal isn't like like a crown. You can't just put a sure. crown on someone and be like, oh, you're like a part sure. of the family. It's sure. a bloodline. Sure. And so for us, like that's good. The blood of Jesus is yeah. that bloodline, and He has paid for it, and so. That is the blood that has been shared, and so yeah. that's why it can be boils by blood because we all are covered by the blood of Jesus. Yeah, like, so, so good. That's like the whole concept of like you know the one race, like the everyone yeah. bloodline goes back to Adam and Eve. Yeah. So expressing that to people and knowing even with all of our differences and all of our belief systems and everywhere yeah. that we've been, ultimately we've all been rooted in the same exact place. Yes. And I think that that is such a beautiful, powerful explanation. And it allows people, like, without even understanding, like, they feel connected. Yeah. And so that's the part of the family piece that I think is so broken. And you hear often of, like, all the fragmentation. And I come from a huge family um, yes. of, like, just lots of cousins, aunts, yeah. uncles, the whole thing. Yeah. And I remember feeling at times like completely isolated in that Mm -hmm. and I think it was because there was just this brokenness of identity Mm -hmm. and no one really knowing 
whose they were. And therefore, it was just this like um, pursuit of one. Like mm -hmm. I'm pursuing achievement or yeah. success or my own idea of what the American dream is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, nobody was falling in line with what God wanted from us and mm -hmm. where he had us go. And just like you said, like he was ahead of me and yeah. he was ahead of me even when I was walking down the path that wasn't where he intended for me to go. Okay. Um, but he was calling my name the whole time. Yeah. And so to be in this space where I now get to cultivate a home and a family that is founded in the with the blood of the Lord as like our covering yes. and our like ultimate identity yes. is something I I never knew mm -hmm. to the extent and my parents would affiliate as Christian and say that you know we said prayers and things at night but I never understood like the, the heartbeat of Jesus yeah. until I too went to a Wednesday night service with my husband <laughs> and they, they called us in and we were family out the get-go like they just opened the doors and I remember just like seeing these people who were just like these big um, just big vibrant personalities yes. that were <laughs> able to have such an air of gentleness and I think that that's such a beautiful representation of who God is because okay. he was they were just open arms like come here put your head on my bosom I don't know who you are or why you're crying but I love you anyway yeah. so really cool so tell me there's a um one of the songs that your dad shared with me I don't know that it's even out yet is the quality lady of traveling I don't know exactly what your age what your age brackets were mm -hmm. um, prior to going on the road how do you feel like that song spoke like got life brought to it and for the generation of girls who are just struggling in right. that pursuit of identity social media comparison yeah. um, mm -hmm. just a trap I feel like it's a huge trap of the enemy oh yeah Speak to it. Share yeah. Share your heart. It's so good. Yeah. This song was, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. So this song was interesting. We actually, it ended up coming about in about the time of an hour. Wow. Like it, it just was, we were in the studio and we we're like, let's write a song for women. Yeah. Like, let's let's write this song that really is an anthem. Yeah. For women. So it is. Like, and a real woman. Yeah. Because there's so many pictures out there of so mm -hmm. many different things. I mean, yeah, all over social media, just mm -hmm. plastered all these women who, it, it's so sad, yeah. but it's just like, they, they're grasping for their worth somewhere. Mm -hmm. They're grasping to be recognized mm -hmm. as worthy. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, they're deval they're devalid the compromise. Yeah, yeah, yeah the compromising. Yeah. And they're 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 really losing hold of mm -hmm. what makes them really quality ladies. Yeah. And that's only found in your true identity, which is in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when we kind of thought about that and we're like, oh, what's a quality lady? Like, who can we like who's yeah. a person that we're just like, like instead? Yeah, and it was like, just like, instantly we're like, our mom is like oh, <laughs> that's yeah. the most quality lady in yeah. the world that just so cool. She's just such a great example of it. Yeah. I mean and so that's kind of where that came out mm -hmm. of. Yeah, so like the first line of like 
it talks about how like um, I can't take credit for the way my mom raised me. Yeah. Like, I point at her and people say I'm amazing. That's like so what a woman. Like <laughs> like those are like the good. first lines. And the reason we wrote those is because we're like you know like this song is like we because originally we had a write that was mm-hmm. scheduled and it got canceled. But yeah. I think the reason for that was like you say I don't believe in coincidence. No. Like I believe the song was meant to be wrote. Yeah. Um. And so we were just like coming from a real spot. We're like hmm mm-hmm. like what makes a woman like a quality woman yeah. like obviously when we were like oh it's her mom like yeah. and when we were like we're looking at like the example of her mom like there's something when women like when you have an identity that's strong um like you don't have to go around and you don't have to um you don't have to make other people believe that like you just you are who you are yeah. and because you're confident in that like that speaks for itself. Yeah, that's like, so true. And you don't have to, don't have to compromise. Yeah. And um, I don't know. There's just like so many yeah. emotions that this oh pulled from. Like yeah, it was like so sure. like I don't know personal yeah. with our mom. Yeah. So um, that's so awesome. Like she must feel so oh, yeah. grateful. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine if my kids fast forward 15 years write a song <laughs> about me. I'll be like, oh my gosh, that's so good. I mean, yeah. it's what any mom would hope for. Yeah, out of their stewarding of what God has given them, yeah. and that's exactly what you guys honored her in, which is so beautiful. Yeah. That's really neat. So we, um, I'm a part of a group of women locally who are um, cultivating a conference in the fall for girls, middle school and high school. Yes. Something we want to talk about, and I'll just go ahead and talk about it now. Okay. So it's called the Rise Up Conference, and um, when I was kind of um, come, it brought to the table what the concept was going to be, and just like calling girls into their identity and yeah. allowing them to rise up into who they are and be able to go into schools and into all these places that teens are hanging out um, and to do so with such confidence in in that identity mm-hmm. um, and not fear that there's going to be backlash or ridicule right. or a need to compromise because yeah. they don't have, they, they own their purity because yes. of they're married to God, yes. right? And so I, I've been in such a vision uh, in worship myself where like, married and, and have two kids and all of that and I felt called like down the aisle to Jesus mm-hmm. himself mm-hmm. and it was one of the most beautiful visions during worship that I've ever had mm-hmm. um, it allowed me to like truly own being dressed in white mm-hmm. and I like want that so desperately for our for our girls yeah. to just have the ability to get dressed the day of their wedding and like completely own the bridegroom of who Jesus is in the church and also for their spouse like for that that connectivity to take place that was stripped of me um and my child in my childhood and wanting it so desperately for girls so this this quality lady like Mm -hmm. I want to see these women gracing the earth everywhere Mm -hmm. and um not Super Bowl Sunday experiences, right? And I, I didn't even watch it. I've literally just heard and saw the rampage that happened on social media. Like, I had to turn it off. I let my kids stay up late, and then I had to turn it off halfway. And I'm like, it was an interesting thing. A um, pastor preached from the pulpit last week. He said, as a Christian, why do you know how bad it was? Why do you know that? You, you shouldn't know that. Like, you should have immediately turned it off and not have watched or the debacle of what was occurring and rise above, right? And so these girls who don't sometimes have an opportunity to turn it off because of everything else going on around them and being submerged, submerged into a culture that is constant inputs oh, yeah. 
how do we te- how do we teach that concept of quality lady to a fifteen year old girl? Yeah, right. For sure. Um, well, it's really kind of sad yeah. uh, because you're looking at you know the Super Bowl. You look at that, and you know these are women yeah. who still are at that point in their life where they're fifty years old and still don't know their word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, looking at that, that just really um is sad mm-hmm. um, and heartbreaking because no one ever told them. Yeah. And so I think that that is what is really powerful about um, what you want to do is because you're going to be somebody in there you're telling them. Mm-hmm. And um, I know firsthand, it, and it's why like we wrote this song about our mom because she told us. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. need, they need that confirmation. Yeah. They need people coming behind them going, hey, rise above. Rise above, rise above. Hey, I'm gonna walk with you, and I'm gonna show you, and I'm gonna do the best that I can to be an example for you. But at the end of the day, you have got to choose this for yourself. At the end of the day, you've got to go to Jesus for yourself. Because I can try the best that I can, but I'm gonna fail you. And being that voice and being that encouragement, because we do live in a very confusing time. It's so confusing. No one believes in any absolute truth. Um, And you know, for us, we want to be a voice of truth. And we want to be that voice of Jesus in their ear, speaking to those things um, for for them. Yeah. Um, because we had people in our lives that did that for us, yeah. and I don't think we realized how much our words hold power. Yeah. Yes. Um, because they do. They're very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, just giving someone like a compliment. Um, you know, God kind of gave me this visual that when you speak something true or good or kind of for someone, it is like you've been wrapped in the sweetest perfume and you don't want to take your shirt, you don't want to take your clothes off because yeah. you just want to keep smelling it and smelling yeah. it and smelling it. And, you know, I think that is just one of the most powerful ways that you really yeah. can come alongside is just through your words of reaffirming them mm-hmm. and affirming them so they're not, they feel secure mm-hmm. and they're not looking for it in other places. That's yeah. so good. And yeah. affirming them as, as to what God says yes. Yes. about it because yeah. that really does come, that's that's the root of it. Purity, yeah. I mean, it, that's the root of everything yeah. in our lives. It comes down to what God says about it mm-hmm. because if we do it for, like if we, if we think, okay, I'm gonna be pure, for my sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But guess what? Yeah. You can compromise for yourself. Yes. And yeah. you are weak at times yeah. and you will fail at times. Yeah. And so that, that standard of purity you set for yourself, for you, yeah. you're probably going to fail. Yeah. And if you say, okay, okay, well, I'll do it for my future husband mm-hmm. or if you're a guy, future wife. Yeah. Like, that's great. Yeah. But you are still only you. What you have to do it for is for your king and for the one who is in you, living through you, his spirit in you, strengthening you. And you have to do it for that reason. And so looking into the word and seeing what what he says about that and what what you're called to live up to as a Christ-loving person, as a new creation, that's where that standard is because it doesn't fall. Yeah, I love that too because yeah, like what you're saying, like the standards of God are are much higher. Mm -hmm. And for a quality lady, like when you think of that, like you think of someone who's strong and like Mm -hmm. who's confident. But so in order to do that, you have to be able to walk. Like you have to be able to like be the one to put the work into it. Like you're not just going to everything can't be given to you, or you can't just you can't buy it, you can't wear it. Yeah. Like it's something you have to work for. So it's when you're working for something and maybe you do fall short of your of the standards of God. Yeah. Well, it's by going to God and being able to recognize that He has grace for you, 
and being able to be, pick back up and keep walking. Mm -hmm. It's picking back up and not not keeping like looking back and like going back to that person that you know. Oh, I was that. Like yeah. those things that people told me. And that time, I yourself. was that. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I failed. I'm a failure. No, right. you you made a mistake. Yeah. You're not a mistake. Right. Exactly. You made one, but that's not who you are. Because yeah. again, yes. who you are. Yeah. Stems from. Who's you are, right? <laughs> so, and who he is, and yeah. he is by no means a failure. Nice. And so, I think that that is there's just so much, um, oh, so much goodness in, in everything that we're talking about, and wanting that for you know even these strangers that you're meeting in these um, these different RV parks. Yeah. I mean, it's so please tell me how big is it? This RV it has to be like a <laughs> double deck. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all share beds? No, so, we have a few. Yeah. yeah. So there's ten kids in our family. I don't know if you I know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew that. But. So yeah, there's ten kids in our family, and so some of the olders have been uh, are married, um, and yeah. they have their own. Uh, me and Stephanie are still in the house, um, so we're in our yeah. own too. But um, so yeah, there's like four or five campers. Yeah, that is um, so crazy. Yeah. We, yeah. we do. That is so crazy. So did you guys homeschool? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We did okay. Most of our life, yeah. And are your siblings who are married who have kids? Is there yes. only one of them? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's the big one. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Is it a boy she, or a girl? She is her girl. Oh my gosh. This spoiled. She is the thing. Like seriously, I she's my favorite niece. I can say that now because she's <laughs> yes. the only one. But <laughs> yes, like every day, yeah. like, I'm like, oh my gosh. She just like a Gerber baby. Yeah, like just a little doll. You're just like. She only oh like smiles and she's like, oh my gosh, perfect. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> so neat. That's so cool to be able to do that. So all, where all have you been? So, okay, so we were from Michigan originally, right? and we moved to Nashville, so that was like the first stop. Yeah. Um, but after that, we actually went over to the Indian Reservation in North Carolina. Okay. So Cherokee, North Carolina. Okay. And I'm part Cherokee Indian. So am I. I don't know so if you can tell you. I so are we. I love it. Um, but yeah, we spent a summer over there, oh, wow. and that was like a really cool experience, like yeah. just being in, again, that culture. Like I yeah. couldn't believe like how true they are to like, wow. like they have an Indian, like they have like a council, like a tribal yeah. council. Yeah. Like they actually have like, they stick to their traditions, like, yeah. and I would never would have known that sure. even that was in like America. Like I was yeah. like, oh, we were still here, like that's crazy. That's um, so, so cool. Yeah, it was like a really cool experience, like, and just being out in the mountains, yeah. and beautiful. Um, so we went over there and like met with um, so many of just like the local Native Americans, and uh, it felt like it brought so me amazing. back to our roots. So I'm like, wow, like sure. I actually feel like yeah, <laughs> empowered. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a really cool experience, learning a bit of heritage. Yeah. Um, but then also we went to actually here. Yeah. So that was our third stop was actually okay. here. Um, and we spent like a year here. Okay. A little over here, and then kind of loved it. Yeah. Kind of loved it. But, um, so we loved the ocean and yes. the beach, but also the people that we met here. Yeah. That God has just like brought our paths together, and um, again we were reunited because after um, Virginia Beach, we actually went down to Texas. Okay. And we spent like a year and a half there, like in two different places. So okay. we moved in Texas because it's its own country. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so we went yeah, to Texas. Places. <laughs> so we actually experienced uh, San Antonio. Okay. Um, we do actually a lot of traveling. Like 
in like when we go somewhere, we sure. stay like a year, but then we do a lot of traveling. Like weekends, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we try to see like everything. Um, but yeah, so we were in San Antonio, um, and then we also went over to like the hill country area, okay. which is my personal favorite in Texas. It's beautiful. Um, but then we went back to Nashville for a season, and that's when we um, when God told us about the mission of Royals, okay. and that's when we started. So Royals has only been a band for just about a year. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah. That's so awesome. we're like babies. Yeah, um, but that's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's only been about a year, but then God brought us back over here. Okay. Um, he called us back over here for a while um, for specific reasons, and yeah. we're just so excited to be back because we love Virginia Beach. Awesome. Uh, well, yeah, awesome. that's been kind of like the trail. Yeah, um, it's amazing. <laughs> and there, it's a Yeah, <laughs> you really did, but there are so many more places oh, to yeah, go, so which yeah. is incredible. Y'all, this has been a transformational year for women who I have had the absolute gift of walking life out with. And not for one second have I taken it for granted, or can I take the credit for all that has transpired. It is truly a God thing. I wanted to jump on here to share with you about what I'm believing the 2020 year has in store for us. One of clarity and visions finally coming to fruition over our dreams. Core Creatives is a monthly women's collaborative community, which has catapulted into something very special. In each quarter, I'll be launching new groups that you could be a part of. Words like invaluable, rewarding, motivating, encouraging, authentic, foundational, and a godsend are all words that women have used to define this group. This year alone, new passion projects have taken flight, businesses have launched, seasoned businesses have rebranded, new vibrancy has been added to the pursuits and daily tasks, logos and websites have been generated, new customers have been cultivated, and my very favorite, collaborations and healthy relationships have been built between women pursuing their own version of happiness. Y'all, this is not a competition, and this group of creatives puts that into action. Oh, and I can't forget, as a collective, we have raised thousands of dollars for nonprofit that we're all passionate about. I could go on for days, so I will stop ranting, but seriously, I had to take this chance to tell you about these groups as they continue to launch, and a new one is happening soon. So sign up today or come out to a free meeting and truly see for yourself. This is an online and local event, so definitely get in touch. I can't wait to see you. What, what do you foresee is, is ahead? Like, what vision casting have you done together through yeah. this ministry in your heart, all in your family's, you know, amazing dynamic? What do you hope to do? Yeah, yeah we really want to, um, well, we are actually getting booked for this year, yeah. um, doing more uh, live shows. Yeah. Um, last year was a whole brainstorming, dreaming year, yeah. Yeah. doing a lot of kind of the behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. work of creating this ministry yeah. and writing the songs for the missions like yeah. that we just yeah. so awesome. now we are just ready to share it with the world honestly yeah. we yeah. i mean five years from now we said like have said like we want to reach five million people with the gospel and so i know that sounds like really crazy no really big, i'm a big dreamer you can't surprise me i'm never, never shocked but i mean with like just social media and everything yeah. in every way like we want to be doing you know with people in person, being able to um, do hands-on ministry through this music and, um, you know, whatever other doors God opens, we just really feel like he said, if you're obedient to me, I will get, like, my favor is in this. Mm -hmm. And so we try, you know, to be very obedient to whatever God is telling us to do within this ministry. And he really has been faithful. And 
doors have opened for us that shouldn't be open. Mm -hmm. um, and we just feel very, very blessed by it. And we just yeah. want to extend that blessing yeah. out to other people. Yeah. Honestly, like this past year, like has really opened my eyes. Yeah, I can't remember the scripture where it's from, but uh, like trust in the Lord, follow your heart, mm -hmm. and I will understand you. In our ways, acknowledge him and he will make a path straight. Yeah. Like this whole past year, like all throughout my life, like I have seen God moving and I've like trusted him, but like this past year especially, like I've seen him use, like I've seen him like really do that. Like when you trust in the Lord, like he will make your path straight. Like you don't have to even know where the path is going. Yeah. Like we don't know yeah, what course. every step yeah. is going to be. What like, taking, God has yeah, for us. it's taking every moment. I mean, like God, where are you? Because I want to be where you are. Mm -hmm. And it's not that hard, like to listen and to actually open, like when he opens those doors. Like we just walk in faith in it because we're like you're the one opening this, yeah. and so we're gonna walk in faith. We don't know the outcome, we don't know the purpose, yeah. but it's been interesting this past year, even seeing like how true that has been, for even just like every little element of like us coming to this point from yeah. our past yeah. as children, and like the things we've gone through, like with Stephanie, like there's so many like things that each and like individually we've all gone through, yeah. like Stephanie with her brain tumor, like yeah. that God has like allowed things to happen to yeah. this point, yeah. so that preparing us for this mission yeah. that we had no idea mm -hmm. was going to be, but it, like has given us like our own personal testimonies yeah. that can relate to other people, like mm -hmm. especially us together. Like one person can relate to you know a lot of different things, but like together, like all three of us, mm -hmm. like there's like. It's like unlimited, like how many yeah. like things that you can relate to, and just a testimony of God's faithfulness and really trusting, like, in every door, like He opens, being able to be like, okay, I know God is true because I've seen it, yeah. like, and that is yeah. just like plain Jane, like, yeah. can't deny testimony. Yeah, it's so true. So, but anyway, He's really been growing me this past year, even just being like, wow, like how faithful God is. Like everything doesn't always feel good when you walk through right. the door, but yeah. you always know there's like a purpose yeah. for why God yeah. has brought you to where you are. Absolutely. So. And provision in that, yes. even, which is so amazing. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Yes. And it's one of my favorite verses. Yeah, so of course. You to say it. That would make total sense. Um, I want to, before we, I know we're, I don't even know what time. I'm just, I could sit here and talk to you guys forever. It's amazing. Um, I want to touch base on, because I know that you guys are more than just your music. Yes. And you guys have shared a lot about how you've come into the ministry and your yes. heart behind that. And we have Stephanie, a bit of Stephanie's testimony. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit more about your all's journeys individually. You're married, so that's a fun connect right here. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about meeting him, and does he think your family, like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've actually known his family for a long time, okay. like many years. Yeah, our um, parents knew their parents before, like, really yeah. all of us. Okay. So um, we've known them for a long time, and we didn't really connect until um, high school, though. Okay. When our families would try to get together and everything, he's one of eight boys. Yeah. So we, we have are lots of girls. Seven oh, girls in our family. Yeah. So when our families would get together, it was just crazy. Yeah, like sure. we were like, You're crazy. <laughs> and we don't know what to do now that we're here in your crazy house. So we're just gonna hang out in the kitchen over here and listen to the adult conversations. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm gonna pretend like I'm not here at your house. Right. Um, <laughs> boys are wild. That's especially their <laughs> Those, but they're, they're all really amazing. I, yeah. I, coming from a house full of girls, I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to work. Yeah. Like, me 
you know, being, I don't know, yeah. but I love having so many brothers. That's um, so cool. They really are just so fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we connected actually through fitness. Oh, yeah. Um, I was just really big into running and working yeah. out, and he was too, so in high school we connected, and um, that's a whole nother story that is probably uh, <laughs> <during the> podcast. <laughs> he ended up getting saved okay. um, while we were dating, and God totally turned his life around, and um, when we moved down to Nashville, I kind of was like, you know, we were dating, it's kind of gotten serious, but we had graduated at that point, yeah. and I was, you know, wanting to pursue music, yeah. so we moved, and mm-hmm. he stayed in Michigan, and I was kind of like, well, this is either going to be a telephone sign, either yeah. um, he's going to go back to living how he was living yeah. before, yeah. Um, and this is just going to be done, mm-hmm. or... Um, you know, I, 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 yeah, I yeah. Know, or I don't know what the best case scenario it would be. I guess get married. Yeah. <laughs> so um, about a month into it, he had just, it was good yeah. that he had that time alone with God and just pursued him with everything that he had. And shortly after, he ended up moving down. And yeah. shortly after that, we got engaged. And, wow. you know, it's been really awesome just having that marriage um, aspect in our family, too. Just yeah. we don't call people in-laws. Sure. Yeah. We call them brother or sister. Okay. Um, and that's just how it is. Like, yeah. my seven-year-old sister hasn't known life without Connor, my husband. Yeah. Yeah, because he's been around, like, the whole time they're dating. Yeah. yeah. Like, my little sister is, like, what, like one years old, so like they've yeah. been around wow. for a okay. while, and it's kind of funny yeah. actually. Um, she thought that I was married into our family, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she thought, thought he was, yeah, yes. yeah, the brother, which they look a little bit more like alike because our younger siblings, like yeah. all five of them, are blonde hair, like curly blonde hair, blue eyes, and my husband, curly blonde hair, blue eyes. So, yeah. she thought that that he was her actual yeah. brother, and I was like, Hold on, let me explain yeah, it was kind of like I cried, she cried. We had this moment of like, yeah. no, but for real, like we're blood. That um, is hysterical. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, he's really, really great, and we're both still super into fitness. Yeah, um, he holds me more accountable. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does he do for work? Yeah, so he actually works at the park that we're at right now. Okay, um, but he also has a photography business. Neat. So, so he, he does a do lot that. of our. Yeah. Uh, nice. Social media. Yeah, okay. Like Beautiful, by the way. Go follow Royal. <laughs> so cool. All right. Tell me a bit more about you. So I, um, like, like kind of like Stephanie said, my faith like was something that like I, I made lots of decisions as a kid. I was like, I didn't want to know life apart from Christ. Like okay. I always believed God. I was like God. And so I remember like making so many prayers at nighttime, being like, just make sure God. Like you're my heart, right? <laughs> like, so like I didn't have like a crazy transformation story other than just fact that I know that surely as the sun rises, like my like hope and like God is God. Like so, um, but I was always like kind of like a tomboy. Yeah. So I like was like in wrestling and gymnastics. Like those were my sports, and I still love them. But um, like that was kind of my life as a kid, and I was like really like into like that kind of fitness. I've never liked oh just working out to like yeah, work out. Sure. I'm like I need like a physical challenge. Right, like I walk with my hands a lot. <laughs> still, that's awesome. like that's kind of like my like it was like my passion, and so like that's why it was like so like crazy to me when God was like music because I was like we always sing, yeah. we always did like high school musical stuff. Oh yeah, sure. like we <laughs> always do those kind of things. But like, like okay, okay here for yeah. and I'll be Gabrielle. I'll be Troy. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So, like, anyway, like, that was, like, my thing. And, like, uh, I've always just, like, loved my siblings. Um, 
But now, like, my life has been, like, really, like, I don't know, like, just, like, dedicated to, I guess, yeah. like, my siblings' relationships, yeah. um, my friends, and, well, they're my best friends. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, yeah, like, I've just kind of been doing music now. Like, I'm yeah. just like, wow, I can't believe this is, like, what I'm doing, but this is what God has brought me to. It's so but, yeah, awesome. I still love, like, pretty much any physical challenge. Like, yeah. the last time we were I here, I finally surfed for the first time. And I've always wanted to do that. So I was like, yeah. that was, like, an experience, and I'm hoping to do that again because yes, slightly terrified of sharks. <laughs> but when I'm in there, I'm like, I feel the water. It's okay. I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, just don't think about it. Trust God. Trust God. Here's a physical tra- challenge. I'm like, like let's do, do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you need to like look into doing some of the like um, athletic races. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where it's more like there's like a bone frog race locally where you get to do like the rings and oh, you're climbing walls. And so it's I, I can't run because gymnasts run from like here. To oh there. my god! <laughs> so they're runners. They I've heard, heard, and I'm like, I can't relate Me either. So I did my longest run like two weeks ago. It was nine miles, and I was like, my mind is blown. That's like, long. Yeah, I was like, I still don't like it. Like I only do it because they have all this quality time. Like my yeah. mom is a marathon runner. Oh yeah. After ten kids, yeah, they always do this time together. These talks, yeah. And I'm like, I'm missing out. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, I just need to do it. I just need to run, even though I hate it. Yeah. I just need to do it because they're doing it. I want to be with my like my mom, my So I started running. I still don't like it. Yeah. But it's really been pushing me. You know, I'm like one of those kind of people that I'm like, if it's something I think I can't do, right? It's like I'll either just like not do it, but then I'll be like this point in my life where I'm like, no, I gotta go do it. I yeah, gotta do it. Good. And so I think that's challenge the challenge. Yeah. 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 So but, good. Yeah, totally relate. That's so, so my whole family are marathon runners. Oh, okay. Right? So, oh my gosh. I was just the, the person <laughs> over here like hanging out. Like, I do not want to do this. I ran like a three, a, a 5K, three miles. Yes. Just recently. Totally pissed myself. Oh. Like, completely peed the whole time. Now, mind you, I've had two kids, so I blame it on that. I could not control my gymnastics in like two years I'm like, sure. man I miss it like I'm like yeah. maybe I can be around I'm like I could totally do this right now so like I made this whole post and I'm like yeah I'm gonna do this and then I was like we did the first run and I was like that was only two miles I don't think I can do it <laughs> but, like the runner's high is yeah. like a thing yes and I just 
I don't know how it's a thing. I, 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 I agree there. Honestly, I think it's just all of the refuelers and like the Gatorade and everything. Yeah, just, like, I think you just go a little crazy. Like you just right? lose it a little. You're I like, can understand that. That's only been 13 months. <laughs> Might as well keep going. Yeah, <laughs> get it forever. No. So part of like fit and faith and like my heart for what I do is the connection of the mind, body, and soul, yes. and being really um, conscientious of the fact that they're not. We're not separate parts of who we are. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, especially in the culture that we live in, everything is very segmented. Yes. And we're expected, okay, here's the gym membership, mm-hmm. here's the church, and here's the therapist. Right. And they don't intersect. And I don't know what kind of facility one day I'm going to create that's going to have all of the new <laughs> But I just, I realized during my own, like, spiritual growth that when I was going to the gym, it was more of a spiritual experience than it was me going for my body. And it was the first time in my life that that was the case because obviously I had done gymnastics and yeah. I had been a personal trainer for years and boot camp style like exercise and yes. very body focused. Yeah. And yet none of it was ever done under the understanding of my body as a vessel mm-hmm. and fueling it because I'm fueling it for the longevity of my life for the kingdom yes. rather than fueling it because I'm looking for a specific figure. Yes. Right. And so um, when I started going to the gym with this mindset, obviously having to block out the soundtracks that the gyms are using yeah. also. <laughs> I needed quality lady in my head. <laughs> so like I, I had like realized at that point then the connectivity of the mind and how if I could connect all three of those simultaneously, it was like this sweet spot where I got a high. I was able to be like in this space of, oh my gosh, I understand yeah. my entire being mm-hmm. at one time. And so, like, that's where I think the runner's high could be a space where spirituality could really come into play, Mm -hmm. where you have this mind that you're, you know, spending four hours with if you're running a marathon, three hours with, and not letting it go down these rabbit holes, but really being just focused in on the strength and the endurance and what mm-hmm. God has given you in that moment to okay. be able to pursue to the next awesome. mileage point, that is right? Yeah, I love that. So it's been a journey and I love sharing it with other women because mm-hmm. I think that we are so segmented that people don't really understand what are you talking about when I right. say like mind, body, and soul. And it's like so tagline now everybody yeah. uses it and I'm like, yeah and I'm like wait you're you're still missing it like not yeah. it's not about mindfulness it's the it's literally the the experience of all of them coming mm-hmm. into alignment so um I would love to hear more like you told me about your fitness space you told me about your spirituality what type of like mentality practices or mindfulness practices prayer obviously could be a part yes. of that how do you keep your head space in where it needs to be in order to pursue what it is that you guys are doing? Honestly, journaling. Ooh, Like, I never, like, I'm not a writer other than, like, creative writing. Mm -hmm. I'm in school, and I I honestly hate writing papers. Like, I'm not that kind of person. (laughs) But at the same time, like, it's when I journal, though, like, I just feel that, like, renewed mind. You know, scripture talks about, like, renew your mind daily. Mm -hmm. And, like, and I really feel like that's, like, something that, is overlooked because it's easy to first thing you wake up is look at your phone. Like the first thing you do is like compare yourself with Instagram Mm -hmm. or if you first thing you do is go on social media. That is just like setting yourself up for the day. Like I think that it's really important to set yourself up like 
start your day with how you want your day to be. Mm-hmm. And starting your day with the word, mm-hmm. like, is the best way you can start your day. Yeah. Because, number one, waking up early, even though I'm not that much of an early person, yeah. like, starting your day early and giving that quiet time to God it really can set your mind and focus on what is really important in this day. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that, like, at work, you can just get tired and exhausting. Yeah. It's like, you can do those things that make you less, like, don't hold up that standard, you know, say, like, even quality lady, you know, like, those things that you wouldn't do if you had the right mind, you're yeah. in your mind, you're like, oh, this is not what I would want to do, yeah. but sometimes we do the things we just don't want to do just because yeah. it's, like, habit yes. and we're just tired, ball. right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I think that the most important thing, like, that I've tried to work on is being intentional with that time in the morning, Yeah. because when I start my day with that, like, throughout the day, like, I've really been realizing, like, to make the conscious decision to be like Christ, mm-hmm. you have to make that decision in that moment. Because yeah. a lot of times we do what we feel, and we're like, oh, I feel angry right now, I'm just gonna snap at this person. Yeah. But it takes having to fight that and be like, no, that is not Christ, that's right. me. Right. And Good. like having to take those minds, like, oh, but it takes training your mind, like, yeah. to even be aware that you're about to do something like that. Yeah, so true. Like, so. Honestly, it's kind of like for me, like it's all like I love that you're talking about the mind thing because like it is in that moment. Like the mind is not just like oh, being mindful all the time. Like it's in that moment yeah. having to be like, who am I? Like, who am I going to be? Yeah. Am I going to be like Christ in this situation? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Those are one of the things that I love is journaling because it really sets me up for that. I mean, I have to get my thoughts out and then also like see how God like is like working because when you look back five years from now you look at it and you're like whoa look yeah. at all the answered things that God like it's so wow true. like it's, it's crazy but yeah I love that that's a great practice <laughs> yeah how about you um I know for me journaling for sure but yeah. I'm a writer so and I'm very really specific with my journals too yeah. like I have to, it has to be the right one yes you have to like the journal and then um but for me I always think of I want to say it's Luke chapter 4. I was literally just reading this this morning. Okay. um, Where it talks about how Jesus went and he went to a solitary place Mm -hmm. early in the morning Mm -hmm. to be with God and pray. And for me, um, I think that that has kind of been something I've held on to as far as just thinking about that personal connection Mm -hmm. with God has been, you know, if Jesus, who is God, (laughs) had to go away and meet with him and set that time apart with him first thing in the morning. I'm pretty sure I probably need to do that too. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that I could use a little bit of that. <laughs> so that's kind of been like something that I have just abided in yeah. in my own walk of going, okay, you know, like this is this is the core of my whole life yeah. because that first initial connection with the purpose of my life in the morning is going to, like you said, set the rest of the day yeah. up for moving in that direction towards him. So because if we first thing we do when we wake up is, yeah, get on our phone or start looking at our emails or, you know, whatever, it's it's directing our, our compass yeah. to walk in that direction. Yeah. But when we wake up first thing in the morning and our, the first thing we do is close our eyes right back up and yeah. start praying to God yeah. or... Yeah open up our Bible that's sitting right there and just start reading the Word. The Word for me is such a big thing. I love the Word. And I think another thing is um, we're all students at Liberty University online. And um, 
I'm I'm majoring in religion, and so that's the focus of my my studies is that's the scripture. Really cool. yeah. And so for me, that's just like I, I yeah. just soak that up. Yeah. And I think that's actually another thing God has used in my life um, since I've I've been in school yeah. has been the word and the study yeah. of it. Yeah. And that I just can't get enough of that. So that's for me, that's so cool. it. I love that. Yeah, for me, it's just been a lot of um, quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I actually struggled with a lot of anxiety and I never like experienced it, especially at that level that I was. Um, and one of the things that really helped me was to be quiet and to do like check-ins with myself. Mm -hmm. Basically going like, I feel so overwhelmed right now. And then writing all those things down, what do you feel overwhelmed about? What is like consuming your mind? And write all of the areas basically that... Um, I just didn't like and just be honest and then write them down and then go okay now I'm going to look at this and go what can I do about it Mm -hmm. Um, and for me one thing that God really spoke to me that helped me a lot um, was that thankfulness is the root of joy Mm -hmm. and so in a very anxious season in my life I felt like my joy had been stolen from me because I was so worried all the time and so just being quiet and listening to God's voice and then finding thankfulness in literally everything. And I just started thinking about that every little thing. And I just found my joy returned. And I felt like uh, I was thinking clearer and more positive thoughts. And um, so, yeah, just and also just focusing on one thing. I think yeah. we have, like, our minds yes. wander so much. But just being able to come in and even in our walk and relationship with the Lord, we're like, God, give me something new every single day. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah no you didn't forget that yeah. 30 minutes from That's now. That's so true. And so, like, one thing he really has been training me on is to not be ADD in all areas of my life and yeah. even in my relationship with him, but to sit on one thing for yeah. the whole week yeah. and to sit on that thing so that it's not just here to thank God tomorrow, but it, I have mm-hmm. literally I chewed on it, I've swallowed it, and now I've let it really nourish me. Yeah, and so... Thankfulness is the root of joy. Yeah. It's been really a mindset that I've tried to hang on to yeah. for a long time. That's so good. I think like mine is a kind of a combination, but the gratitude practice for sure in the mm-hmm. morning and like before I get on my social media, before my feet even hit the ground, I'm a super early riser, so I do yeah. the gym before my babies wake up because mm-hmm. otherwise there would be no time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I am the same. I like I look at the I'm like perfect and I just close my eyes right back because that's where I know like before my hit my feet hit the ground like I'm gonna thank God that I have the ability to even stand up oh, yeah. and get to the gym that my body moves that yeah. my family is safe and sound and in a comfortable home and sleeping mm-hmm. well and healthy yeah. and you know all of those things and I think that stems into the rest of your day and the the mindset that you have towards all the things coming your way oh yeah because we can get really hard on ourselves like because we didn't take that step, well, at the end of the night, you're going through, because, like, for me, like, yeah, I pray every night, yep. too, and I'm like, if I don't take that time in the morning, I'll look at the whole day and be like, wow, I really missed it there. Mm. But if I would have just done my devotions in the first place, yeah. I would have been more aware. I could have been more aware. I yeah. don't know, you know? Yeah. And, like, I'll get hard on myself yeah. because I wasn't, I didn't live up to that standard yeah. that I set for yeah. myself and the standard God has for me. Yeah. And so, like, I'll if I don't do that in the morning, then you don't know what God could have, like, yeah. I mean, God's always going to speak to you. Oh, like, it's yeah, not like, but reveal to yes, you right out the gate. Yes, like, yeah. you could have already been aware of what yeah. was happening in that situation. Mm, 
and then by the end of the day, being yeah. like, I gave everything I had to the Lord, and yeah. that's enough. Yeah, that's so good. I really love the chewing on one thing for like the whole week. I don't, okay. I don't, other than if I'm in like a Bible study and we're like going through something, I think that that's a challenge and a conviction for myself because I'm probably a baby. I'm like, what do you got today? And so I will, I'm going to take that to heart. I have a girlfriend who, for the beginning of this year, she just really wanted to dive into the personality of God. And so she has just been like going through and she'll call me and tell me like, well, this is what I revealed today. And I'm like, that's so good. Yeah. And so for her, it's not even necessarily that God isn't teaching her something new that day. It's just that the overarching concept mm-hmm. is the same. And so yeah. if she just pursues after that, he's going to have the opportunity to reveal mm-hmm. different things. So oh, yes. I'm going to try that. <laughs> that's good, good. So I'm like, I don't know. I feel like we could keep talking. I know that there's so much to come. I'm used to just having one person. So I feel like I have, I get to go really deep. I feel like we touch the surface on a lot of things. So I'm excited to see as Rills continues to unfold and your each individual paths kind of just get ignited in that um, for us to individually have time to do this and get to know one another because I feel honored that I got all of you at one time. Thank you. But like, just I'm excited for your adventure. I'm excited to see the, the why behind our intent of meeting and, and running into each other and yes. we're shared writers so I have to talk to you all things <laughs> they just um, opened a new Barnes and Noble on Town oh, Center really? that okay. I had a girlfriend tell me yesterday was the most beautiful bookstore she's ever walked in okay. so that is on my to-do list right. I love a good bookstore <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good bookstore um, but yeah so I'm, I'm just really looking forward to it and I'm grateful for you all and I'm just it's amazing to me when I have the opportunity to interact with women who have that shared heart that it just makes me so thrilled for the kingdom that like there's more of us yeah. <laughs> and we're multiplying yes. we're everywhere. Yes. it's so good it's so good I want to I want to come see your RV <laughs> are you guys at KOA is that where you're at okay so that neighborhood that's where the one that was like literally right there that I was born in well I say born four Four yeah. to adulthood. I moved back in there with my husband, raised my babies in that neighborhood. Oh we were on the jumping pillow. Oh, That's yeah. where we would jump all the time. <laughs> That's where my son learned how to climb like a monkey outside of the playground. Aww. So I'm very familiar with the KOA. I, every time I think of it, though, it makes me think of a childhood memory. I used to go and steal candy from the store there. <laughs> Yeah, oh I lived in the back of the neighborhood, and I would get on my bike oh and my parents would leave. And no way they got a security guy. There was no security when I was little. We would get on our bikes and we would go up, and that's horrible. Isn't it horrible? <laughs> so my parents caught me one time, and finally I had to go like replenish with some money that was their money. But regardless, I always felt really convicted when I think of Kay Wayne. Oh, if I go back to the for these women. I thank you that you always are ahead of us and you knew that this was going to happen before we even did, Lord. 
I thank you that each of these women have their own individualized testimony that is bringing together in sisterhood a message that is going to penetrate the hearts of women everywhere. God, that you are calling us higher, that you are calling us to a state of being a quality lady, a royal daughter in your priesthood, Lord. God, I thank you for the listeners today that whoever chimed in or chimes in in the future, Lord, that they would just hear your heart, mm-hmm. that they would not feel convicted or shameful or um, comparing themselves in any way, shape, or form, Lord, but that they would just know that they are called into the same relationship that we have, that they have, the intimacy of their sisterhood, Lord. They are welcome, and we are just so grateful that you sent your son to die for us, Lord, that the bloodline of the Lamb is uh, ownership of each of ours, and that we have the ability to just be in contact with you, in relationship with you on a daily basis, minute by minute. I thank you for this precious time and these sweet women. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have to download their music. (laughs) Hey, y'all. I hope in today's episode you sense an ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your wholeness journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at Fit and Faith with the hashtag Fit and Faith Podcast so I can help you stay accountable. We're in this together, right? Community over competition is the motto. I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. Let's fuel the flame and share the gift of wholeness with everybody. Until next time, cheers to your health and happiness. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for working everything out for my good. Help me trust in your perfect plan. Amen. Father, thank you for loving and caring for me. With Christian prayer meditation, you can pray along to prayers based on specific topics. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Christian prayer meditation. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.